queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. fanatics what a weekend of wrestling this was oh i mean granted we are recording this uh during all out because neither one of us are watching it but fuck tony khan <laughs> oh we'll get into him later uh but oh my god did we have a blast watching worlds collide and clash at the castle we are i mean some good some bad it wasn't all perfect nothing's ever perfect but it was like fantastic fucking fantastic all right so let's get worlds uh let's get worlds collide out of the way since it was just earlier this afternoon we record on sundays as everyone there god's green earth knows who listens to the show okay so worlds collide was earlier today and jolie you were like saying this before we started recording early or earlier but um they did uk kind of dirty on this one they did they really did. I mean, yes, they kept Mako very strong, and somebody did make a, a valid point as to why she might not have won the title. And um, as much as uh, Blair Davenport was the next in succession for the possible title over in UK, I'm glad that she didn't because I do not like her. I know who. who what? Not- Sorry, just to interrupt you. What was the point about Mako? Oh, um. They don't know if she is ready to commit to living in the United States. Gotcha. Okay, continue. But um, well, I was going to say like I I'm glad while I was getting to that point. But you know they aren't 100 percent sure if she's ready to commit. And honestly, that's that's why Kyrie Sane has left. You know, if she is ready to commit to living in the states at least for like a year, I could see them bringing her up to the main roster and having her cause havoc amongst the uh women's division i mean we don't know what's happening with charlotte we don't know when becky's gonna come back apparently mandy fucking rose is staying in nxt and i swear to fucking christ (laughs) i swear to fucking christ i will go down and break her fucking kneecaps if she beats oscar's record and and hey hey Vic and uh stew you forgot a very important fucking name when it comes to the NXT women's title. Sasha fucking Banks, you bitches. Say her name. That pissed me off. Yeah, and it's like, the fact that Mandy's now third on the list as far as, like, title reigns, I don't get it. Why? I I sadly think that why while she is one of the best women in NXT because she is a veteran... She would not be able to lace the boots of Sasha, Bailey, Asuka, Rhea Ripley, 
Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Ronda fucking Rousey. They would all fucking destroy her. And then, you know, I'm not even adding Naomi, Natalia. Uh, the women that are on the main roster right now is already kind of quote unquote somebody said bloated. It's it's not. They're actually using the women very, very well lately. I mean, it has been very fucking fantastic with the women on the main mm-hmm. roster. I, I just I, I like I said, somebody said that she she just has glorious tits. I'm like, God damn it, HPK, you're a married man. Fucking stop it. You're not in DX anymore. You can't ask for titties to be flashed at you. And oh, do I have a story for you about the Rammstein concert I worked? Uh, uh, we'll, we'll we'll go into creepy stories later, um, but yeah, no, uh, that match. Uh, while Mako was protected in case she decides to do a run in the U.S., was perfect, and I'm glad it wasn't B. Presley. I'm sorry, Davenport, because I'm sorry, fuck her and her husband or yeah. boyfriend or where the fuck he is. <laughs> fuck fuck Will Osprey. He can suck every dick in the book. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, I mean the only non-UK relevant match was the first match and I I honestly loved the respect at the end of the show so it was it was very very good and it was I loved I know we're going to get into the matches but I loved how Tyler came out where you saw him looking at his 19 year old self and then Valter or no Pete Dunn then Valter then Ilya and then himself again like that title, those men can put Roman Reigns to shame. And uh, I heard something about Roman that really fucking pissed me off. Well, table that. Table yeah, that. Table yeah. That. Table you're that. not going to like this either. Neither one of you. And especially not Mama is not going to like it. Ooh. Mama Larissa's getting involved. Yeah, we'll table that for later. Okay, and going back to Mandy real quick, Rhea did send out a quick tweet to her and say, welcome to the club. Somebody needs to fucking dethrone her. Yeah, I just, I'm running out of names of who. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Has, she hasn't faced Alba yet, has she? In, in singles, like not, but it wasn't included with, no, no, not for the title, not for the R- title. I thought she did already. I, I think she did. It's Oh, she hasn't? Okay, okay, okay. I'm getting, I'm getting double nose here, so okay. <laughs> All right. But uh yeah, let's okay. You already mentioned that already. So Kayla, let's go back to the start of the show. Fuck, I knew this match was gonna be a banger. But damn, Kayla, Carmelo and Ricochet. Holy shit. That honestly was a one hell of a match. Um, you know, it was anybody's game. And and then the fact that you know, Carmelo had to, he had to work for it. It wasn't give it to him. Obviously, we know he was probably going to retain, but honestly, I know we've been wanting it forever, but now after seeing it, we definitely could see why we wanted it so much because the chemistry between those two, they knew each other's moves left and right, and it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Above all, one hell of a match, and obviously we didn't see it in the ring, but, you know, them just sitting there using their fingers back and forth, I know Ricochet respects him, and I know Carmelo respects him. So it's, it was one hell of a match, and one way to kick off Worlds Collide for somebody that really don't keep up with NXT unless it's on Twitter or social media, that mm-hmm. was one hell of a match to kick off Worlds Collide. And I was happy either way for the outcome. Part of me kind of wished Ricochet, you know, would get it, but then it's like Carmelo Hayes has been on top. And um, so it was... 
I enjoyed that match. It was one. Of, it was a hell of a banger match, and Carmelo had to work his ass off for it because it was not handed to him, and he knows that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, especially when he had to, um, when he had to do a roll up just to win the fucking match and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like I told y'all, I've said it on Twitter. I want a rematch between these two on SmackDown. A-S-A fucking P. Um, I actually tweeted to Carmelo in his uh, thread saying that he was the greatest. I said, no, when you can beat Ricochet without Trick in your corner, then you'll be the greatest. Because if it wasn't for Trick, he wouldn't have won. And I guarantee that. And like I said, I get it. They're heels. They're supposed to have outside interference. But you know what? It's nice when a fucking heel... Like, look at the uh, let's let's take a, a quick peek at the Mandy Rose, Mako, and Blair. Yes, it was a triple threat, but Mandy is the heel, and she didn't need outside interference to win that match. Mm-mm. That actually, I fucking respect. But the fact that you have fucking acknowledging assholes and you know so called one of ones who need outside interference to win. No, you aren't one of one. You're one of two because you need the two to get you to win. So I need, I, 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 and to me, yeah, I know Johnny used, used the way to help him keep the title. I know Adam Cole used Undisputed Era, but he didn't always use them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so fine. You want to call yourself the greatest. This is what you need to do. You need to do one-on-one and Trick stays tied up in the back. I don't care what you used to tie him up with, whether it is duct tape, uh, you put him under all the ring gear like you did Brock Lesnar. But, like, and I, I kept looking online just to see, you know, a certain fan base because we call a lot of these people, like, you know, they they, they got a lot of... um flips flips and kicks you know is not everybody's cup of tea and apparently that brand does a lot of flips and kicks but like this like this pay-per-view uh world um worlds collide had one of those matches and then everything else was perfect i think like you know you can have that one match where it's a spot fest and that was a goddamn spot fest like that was bad like that one move where they both like were trying to larry at each other and then they just jumped and hit each other midair. Yeah, that was crazy. Or, you know, all, all the moves. And I, I don't care what y'all gotta do on Raw or SmackDown. I don't care if you gotta create the Cruiserweight title again. You need to put a championship on Ricochet. That man deserves a fucking championship. And I'm not talking about the 24-7 because that needs to be fucking destroyed. <laughs> but yeah, no. The, it started off with a banger. Like, I think that was the one thing that these two shows did. You started off with a banger and then they ended with a banger. However, with Clash... It was pretty much banger after banger after banger after banger after, oh my god, his chest is chopped liver, banger. I mean, the the tag match, like, it, that was over so quickly, in my opinion. Um, 
And that one made no sense to me at all, unless the rumors of the Creed brothers being brought up to add to the tag titles, which honestly I'm here for. Um, but I hope the rumors are true that they're going to be making new titles because like I said, when I bring up this information to y'all a little bit later, y'all gonna be pissed and then we'll go from there. Okay. If, if you keep mentioning that, I'm going to have to skip. You know what? Fuck it. I am the host of the show. We're going to skip. What the fuck do you hear about Roman? Uh, he will not be defending the title at Extreme Rules. The next time he will be um, defending the championship is in Saudi. In Saudi. November. And they're saying that he is not going to be defending as much. So that's why I've been really pissed off that they did not take at least one of the titles off of him. I get what they want to do. I really do. And like I said, Roman almost had that match won without outside help. Mm-hmm. But I'm sick and tired of Roman Reigns. I'm sick and tired of the bloodline. And I think it was Cornell Gunther who said it. We need Imperium to take out the bloodline. Fuck it. I'm I'm tired of the bloodline. I really am. They cannot in good consciousness have only one world title, a disputed world title from now until WrestleMania. It's going to get ridiculous and it's at this point it's going to be very fucking predictable as far as like who's going to take it off him. It's it's September 4th. It's September 4th. WrestleMania is in April. Well, I saw somebody tweeted something on TikTok. You know, it's just TikTok says, what if they had Roman with both of the titles, Usos the tag team titles, Solo had the Intercontinental and United States title, and they added Naomi, and she had the Raw and the SmackDown Women's Championship. That's too much. <laughs> I said, what that if... That is way too fucking much. I said, what if my ass... <laughs> What if my ass? Yeah, definitely. What if my ass? That's like fucking bullshit and everything. Oh my god! If the but room- but, but I will say this: Naomi with the double champ, I'm fine with that. That's yeah. only what I'm fine with. That's the only the- one I'm fine with. But that fine. But the rest of the bloodline, she can be a double champion outside of the bloodline. That's true. That's true too. <laughs> but it's like yeah, solo with both the U.S. and Intercontinental title. There is no fucking way. He's going to beat Walter and Bobby or, well, or, or, or Miz, depending on how the steel cage match goes. I just want to know why Miz wants to put himself in that much danger because you don't put Bobby Lashley in a cage and expect to get out in one piece. Um, also, it was a steel cage match. It's not hell in a cell, so they could still... Dexter would high underneath the ring, so he probably still can get kidnapped. He didn't think about that, now did he? <laughs> he he can hide under he can hide under the ring. He, he, he's stupid enough and crazy enough to climb up the motherfucker and jump his ass, jump his ass in too, and everything. So, but oh, but no. Speaking of Roman, what? Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Roman, um, head of the table. Mr. Tribal Chief. Um, 
you have a biggest target on your ass right now, and he's continuing to play mind games. Yes, he saved your ass at Clash of Castle, but you're his biggest target. And the day that he takes those titles from you or title from you, I'm going to laugh my ass off because it's just a matter of time. I think they're going to build it up for a while. Mm-hmm. But TikTok, your time is up. He's getting a title, rather, if it's one or the other. But until then, he's going to play those mind games. And the fact that Drew told Cross, I'm going to stick that hourglass up your ass was great. Is that part at first, but then I saw a clip later. I was like, oh. <laughs> he was funny. right there, and he was yeah, yeah, yeah. taunting him. And he's like, I'm going to stick that hourglass up your ass. Right. Oh, and can we also... Thank you, Tyson Fury, for knocking the hell out of Fury for not cashing in. That was epic. Thank that was you. Like, that was like completely epic and everything. Because mom and I, we heard, we heard A Town down, and we're like, oh no, hell no, hell no. He started running down to the ring, and I was like, thank you, thank you, Tyson. Great. <laughs> but did you see commentary in the video? They're like, but why did you do that? But anyway. Because nobody can stand Austin Theory. And I, I have a prediction that Johnny's going to somehow take the title, the, the, the briefcase off of him. I'll be all right with that. And then he'll be too stupid. Up. Yeah, man, I got this. I'm better than you. I'll take that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And then the last thing I heard, which I hope ends up being the case and everything, is that they're going to take the two belts, make it into one. And then create another world title on the other brand. Which, at this point, I would take that. Look, I would be happy if they went to the old school WCW heavyweight title. Yeah, bring back Big Goldie. I love Big Goldie. Big Goldie is, is, it's, even though it's synonymous with Rick, I I whip my dick out like a helicopter flare. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it's, it's an iconic title. And, they, I did hear that he wants to change the appearance of all the titles. So if that's what's going to happen, yeah. like I said, the only thing that I wouldn't, I don't mind them staying the same is the tag titles. I love the, the men's tag titles. I love that that design. Yeah. Okay. That's all right. All right. So back on track. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, yeah, back to Worlds Collide real quick. Jolly mentioned at the end of the show, total respect after the after the match and everything. So so. Kayla, rating for the entire show, 1 to 10, and your final thoughts about it. 1 to 10 rating? Yeah. Um, I would give it a 7. 1, I'd say, obviously, because our dream match, we've been wanting Ricochet and Carmelo kicking off was at, kicked ass. So, that means that was dominated. Um, And I was excited that, for once in my life, rooting for Toxic Attraction, because they helped Casey... Sorry, Katana. I'm sorry. I still call her Casey. I like it better. And Caden retained the titles. Um, men, men tag team championship was okay. I mean, honestly, that was the kind of match I really didn't care who won. Mm-hmm. Um, like we stated, wanted Mandy to lose the title, but she didn't. A little more kudos to her, but I agree with Jolie. So it helped me that she breaks Asuka's record. I'm going to come down to NXT myself and break her limbs and tear them off limb by limb. And I'm going to bring Shayna Baszler with me. Um, then, you know, everything else was um, all right with the um, other matches. Um, and then the fact, the main event, 
Ron Breaker basically proved that, you know, he can run that division. Um, and, you know, Kyler Bate, the respect that those both had. And um, I made a little comment to my mom when I said, because I saw where Finn had gone down to talk to Braun and Guttner had went and talked to Tyler. And, you know, it's just like I said, well, it looks like Guttner's going to be um, upset with uh, Tyler because he didn't win. I said, well, and mom goes, well, I think I would rather piss off him than Finn Balor. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, that's but a lot. No. That's saying a lot, yeah. Yeah, but, um, but most, most definitely awesome um, main event, how in respect. Um, am I still going to start watching NXT? No, still catch up on social media. Something really didn't spark it for me to watch it all the way again on Tuesdays. But hey, seven out of ten. It was it was good. It was well worth it. All right, Jolly. Eight out of ten. Uh, opening match, closing matches, absolutely bangers. Uh, 100% would watch those again. 100% want them to happen again. Um, not pleased with the tag titles because I thought, you know, the Creed brothers should have kept it. And I am kind of intrigued as what happened to Roddy Strong. And, you know, we'll see what happens because maybe a certain fish will come back swimming to help him out. Who knows? Um the 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 women's tag titles that was just kind of meh. Sorry, I was rooting for Dewdrop and Nikki Ash, just because I had a bad taste in my mouth after how they treated my my Scottish and Irish brothers yesterday in uh, Clash. Yeah, but but definitely this was a nice relaxing afternoon of wrestling. To be perfectly honest. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, like, great to watch and everything, and of course, it didn't get, give you, like, a thousand heart attacks like yesterday did, but... Oh, God. I needed a fucking shock next to me. Right? You need a new uh, after that one. Exactly. Uh, no, seven and a half out of ten for me. Uh, first match, killer first match. It's, like, pretty much... Everything was a tad downhill after that first match, but it was an absolute banger. Uh, Tony Kemp made it interesting by um, uh, turning on Diamond Mine. I can't wait to see what the hell happens with all that. Um, someone, someone's gonna have to explain this. I mean, I mean, I mean, I still don't get Mandy. It's like, but it's done. It's done. But the main event was like absolutely phenomenal. I just say seven and a half out of ten because a lot of shit could have gone differently and everything. And at least it would have been nice if one of the UK people would have kept the titles, like either Mako or Tyler. But um, it was still a lot of respect all around. But it was it was still it was still a great show. Now, like I said, nothing's ever perfect. And why? What is with that face, Kayla? Joker was a masked person. But apparently Stokely Hathaway climbed up, hooded, got the chip, brought it down, and handed it to the Joker. They are saying the walk and the motions are belonging to MJF. And someone says, predicting it right now, if the Joker is really MJF, he is walking out as champion tonight because he's cashing the chip in. I did see the clip. He looks a little tall to me, MJF. He looks skinny. Because I'm, I'm actually on the all-out thread because I wanted to see uh, how pissed off Kayla was going to be if a certain group won. 
Um, I already know they're going to win. I ain't stupid. <laughs> I um, know they're going to win. But I'm looking at the picture of it, and I love Nyla Rose because she put the masked magician as this dude is all elite. I fucking hilarious. But um, yeah, no, I'm looking at the picture. I'm looking at the walk, and they're like, "Oh, well, he came out to sympathy, sympathy for the devil," and that cost Mercedes Benz 1.5 million dollars to use it for a commercial. So the only person that he would spend that money on is MJF. Speaking of Tony Khan. The shoulders are not broad enough. He seems way too skinny in the chest, and his arms seem very skinny. And there are so that I don't know if it's MJF. It in all honesty, the build. I'm trying to figure out to look at it. The could be Adam about. Cole. MJF, Adam Cole. The other part of me was thinking of Ethan Page, but no, he 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 took his. He was in the ring. Oh, he was already okay. Never mind. Right. And I'm trying to figure out who the eyes would be. I mean, if it's MJF, good for him. He's going to get that paper. But on on the up on the other side, to me, it just screams that MJF is a sellout. <laughs> Somebody said wrong answers only. Who's the Joker? Someone started commenting gifts on here, and the first one is Vince Man. <laughs> that oh, would God. be fucking hilarious. It yeah. was me all along. <laughs> There's wrong uh, answers only. Someone said Vince McMahon. That's great. Unbelievable. Oh, and I just saw a clip uh, from a few minutes ago. It was backstage after Worlds Collide. Um, Mako was confronted by Cora Jade and like saying, you haven't experienced Cora Jade, the generation of Jade and everything. Pretty much, and pretty much challenged her to a match on Tuesday, but Mako declined because she already has a match against Roxanne Perez. Oh. So maybe she is sticking around. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Clash at the Castle. I think I think a lot of people have tweeted this and a lot of people tweeted this and I totally agree. We need to have I'm so glad that uh they're gonna make the UK a site for paper premium live events going forward at least once a year because that crowd was fucking phenomenal oh my god that crowd was i i literally had chills the entire time like they they rivaled to me they rivaled a philly crowd they rivaled a new york crowd they even rivaled a chicago crowd Mm -hmm. And I started cracking up because, like, oh, just imagine how it's going to be with 60,000 people singing Judas. And somebody said, bitch, they can't even sell it all out in a 9,000 arena. And then, you know, Tony's like, well, million dollars in ticket sales. Yeah, the bots. And? 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 60,000, 62,000 my moment of the night, it, it, this is sheer moments. There's two of them. First one, 62,000 singing Metalingus. Yes, 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 yes. And oh, 62,000, actually, no, three moments. 62,000 singing to Seth. Yeah. But the kickoff, when they started singing Hey Bailey. <laughs> 
And you know, you fucking know. You know, she's telling the shut up, but inside she is screaming with joy. Like, I remembered an interview with her when they were doing the Becky's 24. Yeah. Before, after WrestleMania 35. And she's like, I don't know how Becky was able to contain herself. And I was like, I, I, and it's like, well, now you got to experience what Becky always gets to experience. I was like, I felt so happy for her in that moment. Yeah, because like that was her first event back since she came back and everything. I mean, like wrestling. And so, and she did, and it's like, she's always had that kind of a reception in the UK, but it's just like, it was like three times a crowd that they normally have. And then also, I didn't get, I didn't really see this at first, but it's like, so I saw like some of the fan videos. The crowd was actually also singing the Broken Dreams. Oh yeah, oh god yeah, I was singing the Broken Dreams. Yeah, it's like I just to hear that as well, and, and just like all these, and like oh chill, Ooh. Ooh. oh man. All right, Kayla, do you have a moment? Um, obviously the moment of uh, Broken Dreams when it started. That was. Just hearing it, you know, crowd singing it. And I like the fact when they were saying, hey, Bailey, and all that stuff, um, when she was yelling, uh, shut up, shut up, be quiet. Michael Cole's down here, get louder. (laughs) He was like, get louder, you know. Um, And I swear, I think of Bailey might have heard him at Northam because she turned around and looked at him real real quick, like, really, seriously? But, um, (laughs) No, it's the fact, like, you know, Jolie has said, you know, that was the moment Bailey got, you know, just being in the crowd and the fact that she's been back. That's the first time she's been in a pay-per-view since she's been back. And we all honestly know the road model was taking it in. And mm-hmm. it was really great just to see her back in the um, ring and, you know, seeing her moves. Because, you know, after being out for, what, a year and a half, you know, mm-hmm. you miss seeing that. So, but no, that was her moment. And it just kind of... It just put a smile on my face to see, you know, Bailey back. Yeah, she's she's still the crazy, psycho, heelish bitch. But hey, I love my <laughs> Bailey, and I'm glad that she's back and she had that moment. And now that she, in the fact that she came back, did not expect it. We thought Oscar's going to get pinned. Thank goodness Oscar didn't get pinned, but I didn't see Bianca get pinned, which you know what that means. So, mm-hmm. actually, I kind of predicted. I just didn't like. I knew if they had to pin anybody, Bailey was going to get the pin. And I had three scenarios where how, like, would happen. Uh, either a sneaky pin with Bianca, a pin with uh, Alexis, since they have such things, or an a, a actual decent pin with Bianca. Because I didn't think they would set up Alexa and Bianca right away. I think that's going to be in the works down the road but you have unfinished business with bailey and bianca yeah that needs to get squashed that i think that's why she got the pin and she's listening well i got the pin and i deserve my championship spot since i was hurt i couldn't i couldn't get my match and they better fucking resolve that tag issue because that was bullshit too that might be they might they might resolve that tomorrow night 
They better. Fucking yeah. Ass. Like, even I was like, I was rooting for, like, you know, Aaliyah deserves the flowers. I think, you know, she's definitely improved so much. But even I was like, um, the fuck? Wrong person. I know, right? Okay. Uh, quick all out update. Unfortunately, yeah, Kayla. Yeah, well, before I was right, I predicted because Tony Khan's so fucking predictive. I know. Kenny Omega and the fucking Young Bucks are the trio champions. Enough said. I don't want to talk about it. Let's move on. Okay. All right. Clash the Castle. Oh, one uh, last thing. Let's go, Jade. I will. Ooh, just, you better beat Athena. No offense. Sorry. That's one time I'm rooting for I'm not going to, I'm not even going to discuss that because it's like, I know where you stand on that. I'm not even going to discuss it because it's like, I'm not going to discuss that. Samari don't want to watch AEW because of what happened on Rampage. He just, he's too fucking predictive and it's getting bullshit. I know. I I mean, Mox is one of my absolute favorite wrestlers and I don't want to watch AEW because of what Tony Khan does. And that shouldn't be like that at all. Exactly. If it, if it makes you feel better, I'm I'm wearing Moxie's shirt. That's Scooby Doo on nerd. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back to Clash and everything. Okay, so as far as like matches are concerned, you would consider this the least memorable, but I call the most shocking because of the result. Nobody was expecting this. Um, the training that she did with Matt Riddle actually helped her out. And Liv Morgan retained the SmackDown Women's Championship against Shayna Baszler. Clean. I was not expecting that at all. And, whew, Lord have mercy. And, Kayla, I know you weren't happy because you were rooting for Shayna. I was rooting for Shayna. Then a part of me, you know, if Liv came out on top, I know she had to work for it. And, you know, the fact. But I believe that, you know, since she was big in NXT and Shayna was part of Triple H's little crew and stuff that whatever I have a feeling she's gonna get another title shot and she's gonna you know eventually get it but the thing is she underestimated Liv Morgan because even before Liv got that title before she even won the money in the bank she proved that she could run with Becky Lynch Bianca Belair Charlotte Flair you know, the top one, she can show, she proved that she can run with him. Asuka, Lexi, you know, she proved that, you know, hey, I can be women's champion. I can, you know, I can do what you can do. And I think Shayna went in there, oh, you're, you're just a small little blonde that I can break limb by limb. Yeah, by looking at her, you probably do, but she has gotten, she was great in the NXT. She got in go, she was the main roster, but the fact she has improved so much. She's gotten stronger. She's proved that she can run. And the fact when it came to money in the bank that she overcome her odds and turned around and took out Ronda Rousey at Money in the Bank. Yes, Natty beat the crap out of her and Ronda was not to her best. But is is the fact she showed that she can be on top. And, you know, I was happy the way for him because Liv, you know, needs that moment. Um, but part of me wanted Shayna to win, but I am actually glad for Liv's title reign is going longer than we expected. Mm-hmm. How long is it going to last? I don't know. Who's her next challenger? We don't know. But um, it was kind of a match. I was happy the way. Yes, I wanted Shayna to win, but even more happier for Liv because she's still living her dream that she always had. So yeah. she's on top and she's 
And I'm very proud of her. You beat the submission magician and not many people can say that they beat her. So, yeah. So I was happy for her. So it was one of those matches, you know, Hey, I'm happy either way, but you know, (laughs) it's, you know, you have to have a one prediction when you do predictions, you kind of just, but in a way, like we didn't say this, but like Jolie says, both the fans won because you had your half that wanted Shayna, then you had your half that wanted Liv, you know, because you're happy either way because hell, both ladies deserve a title. If I could give a title to every freaking female on that roster, I would. Yeah. Because majority of them that hasn't, especially has never had it, deserves it. And, you know, in my opinion, the way the women's division has been killing it, they do better than men sometimes. So they all oh, deserve sure. titles. Uh, they all deserve titles. And like I said, um, it might have been short, might have not been one of the hell banging match or whatever, but they tore it up in that ring. And it mm-hmm. was like, it's Shayna, Shayna underestimated Liv. And I think that's what's kind of funny because now that she did, she's, she's going to get that anger. Maybe that anger is going to trigger the NXT Shayna Baszler. And we kind the of, killer. The, the killer. Killer, need, killer needs to come out more. It may have been, I didn't see that. And I don't, I didn't see that yesterday. You couldn't see that at all. So maybe that'll help trigger it a little bit. Or maybe Ronda needs to smack her around a little bit. Hey, get it out. <laughs> or something. Right. But but it's I like, like that, that. So Yeah. No, but it's like she kind of it's like I think Jolie was like telling this on group chat and everything, but it's like she needed that kind of a match to legitimize her title reign even more. And then as far as her next challenger, it's like I thought that was gonna be Rhonda, but after what happened on Friday, who fucking knows at this point? <laughs> and it may be shane again but i don't know but jolie okay so uh the challenger i think is going to be charlotte charlotte's going to come back Uh, i think that it is time for her to come back and assert herself because these storylines have now played out no no these no 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 no, 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 you're good you're good you're good good. i'm like well yeah it's time it's time it's time (laughs) well oh no they were finishing up building up their house getting it all directorated because they have a brand new house that was just built i forget where though um so i, oh, I don't know ish- that. Uh, yeah they're they're getting everything together like they're legitimately like you know being a married couple and i'm there was no need for her to come back like she had all the time in the world to take off um because of the amount of women that we have in the division that could handle everything that is going on and um i wasn't laughing at what you were saying earlier kayla i was going through twitter because they're talking about the jade match and somebody kept going jade berg jade berg like i I could just did not walk out with her which is really Mm -hmm. they're saying stokely did not work out from her walk out with her and that's coming from fightful sean from fightful Mm. jade looks fantastic tonight wow wonder who suggested that look wait is she really painted green oh my gosh i love her athena Sorry, people that's not watching on Twitter. But what, no, what, what? Look, look at her. I love it. The Athena. Ah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Sorry, still not rooting for you, Athena. Yeah, Bye. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, her continue. Okay. Um, Jade, just because you are a big woman, you do not get to dress like fucking She-Hulk. Sit your bitch ass down. Um, moving forward. Um, so. The crowd was not into the live Shanna match, but because they all needed a fucking cigarette <laughs> right after oh the match God. that was before it. But like I said, this was we're talking about that one next. 
But like I said, like this match, she needed to legitimize herself and she made herself look like a strong champion. And she brought back the Sable Bomb. I mean, that made a lot of gay men that I know very happy because they're big Sable fans. And I'm like, oh God, no. Uh, I never liked Sable. I'm sorry. I never did. I never saw the appeal of her. But, you know, it's just, it was a good match. And apparently Jason Jordan was the one that produced it. I would have preferred Molly Holly or Shane Helms. But I'm okay with it. Or TJ. I'm surprised TJ didn't do any of those matches. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're trying to branch out maybe. Because maybe they just wanted to see who different what different people would do. And maybe he couldn't travel. Who knows? But yeah. Maybe he produced one of the NXT matches. Who knows? I'll give you that. Okay. Oh, apparently she's uh, Athena did a drop kick to Jade and said, "This is for you, Stat." Aww. Okay, okay. I got to get off of Twitter. I'm gonna. <laughs> got to get off of Twitter. All right, you get off of Twitter. I'll like, stay. <laughs> no, I'm still searching it. Like, who was gonna win this match? Uh-huh. What the? F- okay, I'm now. I'm now seeing. The, I'm, I'm seeing the Jade entrance finally. Sorry, people, that we were trying to talk about Clash of Castles, so we're jumping there. Whoo! We get a All little right. emotional during live. This is live. We don't know what the fuck's gonna come out, y'all. All right, back back on track. Liv and Shayna. One hundred percent. Uh, solid three match. Um, like I said, like the reason why I wanted to get this one out of the way was because when it came to every other else, every other match in the show, it was the least memorable. Not the least memorable, but like you know, there was just so much more going on. But she needed mm-hmm. this match, and Shayna didn't look weak, and neither did Liv. Liv came out looking good, and. I'm looking forward to seeing who she faces next. I do not see her holding on to the title past Rumble. I could see her losing it before then. I do not see her defending it at WrestleMania. Breaking news. Oh, yeah. Jade is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, moving on, moving on. (laughs) Okay, I'm not the only one that said it. I'm not the only one that said it. Oh... What? <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. Oh, All somebody right. Said, so no, somebody has said she is undefeated. Who can beat her? Too bad the Statlander is out from six to eight months. Someone says, honestly, if it wouldn't surprise me, she's going to hold it until Stack comes back. Well, That's six. All. Exactly. That's like six to nine months of her and her bullshit with the baddies. Yep. Man. All. all right. So I know we already talked about a little bit about this match already, but it's like, uh, Jolie, the six woman tag. What do you give that? That's a solid four. One hundred percent solid four. You had everything in this match, and it was a good coming out match for Damage Control, who now have a Titantron and a theme song. Okay, Kayla. I actually love that match. Um, the fact Rock and Bailey's new theme. Um, for, and actually having the name Damage Control is even more awesome. Um, 
absolutely love that match. Um, seeing that, like a, we stated before, you know, having the crowd behind Bailey cheering her on. Um, it's honestly, I guess, because of being a female and seeing Bailey in the ring, and then I had Lexi on the other side. You know, part of me wanted to root for the other side because I like Lexi because she's always been one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. Um, but is it the fact that Bailey, Dakota, and Io got the win to come back? Um, I really enjoyed that match. So, um, I'm actually going to give it a five just for you know having the control behind Bailey and you know just rooting them and cheering them on, and the fact that she pinned Bianca, um, which, like I said, we, we stated was surprised. I was surprised that it was Bianca that they wanted to do that. But, hey, she's getting a title shot more than likely, and it was nice to see her be Raw Women's Champion again. Um, but I believe it, it was a – I give it a five-star match because I enjoyed it because, hey, had – well, Bianca. Not crazy, crazy about Bianca. I could say she's probably the only one in that. Well, I don't have an EO shirt or a um, Dakota shirt. Um, <laughs> but I can say I give it a five because I literally had six of my favorite female wrestlers in there all at once going at mm-hmm. it, working, you know, say, hey, I'm better than you. No, you're better than me. No, I'm better than you. No, we're, <laughs> you know, we're taking control. Yeah. Um, but I liked that match. It was, it was cool. All right. Now, four, four and a quarter for me. Um, it definitely hit all over the place. And yeah, with Bailey getting the pin on Bianca and everything, um, she's definitely going to be in a title shot. Going back to Liv and Shayna. Um, yeah, I'm going I'm to, who said it was a three? Jolie, Jolie or Kayla, which one of y'all said it was a three? Which one of y'all gave it a three? Oh, that was Jolie. Jolie. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that one. That's, that's definitely a three. It wasn't horrible or anything, but it was, I mean, but it was definitely, it was definitely good. Kayla, did you have a rate ranking for that match? Which one? The six man, uh, six women? No, the uh, Shayna and uh, Liv. I'm going to go with three. Okay. I mean, it was a good match. Like I said, Shayna underestimated Liv Morgan. Is the fact maybe if we would have seen the killer part of Baszler come out, it might have triggered a little bit higher. But yeah. Um, but solid three because Liv went in and did what she did. She defended her title clean. She got it left Shayna shocked in the ring so um it just makes you wonder probably you know returning Charlotte Flair or somebody at this point is going to challenge her and hell about this point it might be a six woman fatal way I don't know because everyone wants that title who knows anything's possible nowadays with WWE wait Triple H is in charge anything happens exactly <laughs> so. okay Let's talk about it. The match of the night. Meltzer, I'm already calling you out on this fucker. If this match does not get five stars, you're the world's biggest idiot. No, he's the world's biggest bitch. That too. Seamus and Gunther slapped. I knew it was going to be, I called it last week it was going to be the match of the night and by God I was right. But hell, even before the match started with them reuniting Imperium, you know that's going to cause problems for every fucking body. Starting with the brawling brutes, and then later they're going to go up against the bloodline eventually. But Imperium's back together. That's problems right there. Oh my god. Can we say prayers for Seamus' chest? 
Um, if I got hit by all those chops, I would be a quadruple D. Like, Jesus Christ, how he is not swollen and needs a bra, I will never understand. Yeah, I mean, he posted pictures from today. It looks a lot better and everything, but it's just like, oh, my God. But that was a war. It would have been nice, yes, for Seamus to win and everything, but he still left that match a hero in front of the UK crowd and everything. But, ugh. <sighs> Kayla, that match. Wait, first of all, what's wrong? You're muted. Sorry, this is coming from Fightful. Back to the Joker situation. Keep in mind, a couple, couple weeks, not too long ago, he came back on his own. Morris, Sawi, whatever, big cast, came yeah. to AEW. Just remember, thought to remember, MJF brought him in originally. So he's basically saying, what if he brought him back with him? All right. But anyway. Like I said, if it's MJF... More power to him, I mean... He's big, and he's a big bitch. He is a big bitch, really, uh, and that's why I still hate him because he's still the biggest hill bitch that you could possibly think of on wrestling world today. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but no, Gunter and uh, Sheamus match. Golly, you know, and the fact that it started out that we got Imperium back was even, you know, please Triple H, can we change our names back? Ludwig and uh, whatever. What is his other one? What is the other guy's name now? Giovanni Vinci. Giovanni. My lord help us. Yeah, can we get the original names back, please? Uh, <laughs> but no, the fact that they came out and and I kind of liked it. I kind of, the feeling that it would and then the fact that they started out staring each other down as the others went at it um, was kind of funny. Like, oh great, we're going to stare at each other. Um but that match, oh my gosh, the the crowd was with it, you know, just seeing it. It was one heck of a match. You know, part of me wished Seamus would have, you know, knocked down him a little bit, a couple times, you know, get the upper hand. But it was a really good match. And honestly, I'm going to give this one a five because, you know, even after the fact, the crowd with the respect of Seamus was awesome. Taking it in. Thank you, Seamus. It was just, you know, an epic moment. You know, saying, hey, you're our hero. We're still proud of you. You worked your ass off. You, you know, got your chest beat the crap out of um, on so many occasions. You know, and the fact you literally went over about 40 sometimes on the chest chest hits on um, Guntner was pretty good. So it was, that was pretty epic to see. Um but next question is who's wanna who's taking him down now? I really don't know. We might have another at this rate, we might have another long NXT championship match, but it's gonna be intercontinental. Lord help us. <laughs> but no, really great match. I enjoyed it. The respect and stuff in between. Um and I think there was an exclusive clip that actually at the end he actually shook Seamus' hand and said he had respect for him, so um, is it the fact that people's giving each other respect, you know, after these matches from not just from fans, from wrestlers too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, and that's an epic moment. Cause you're like, oh great. He's going to kick his ass because he just beat him. No, no, maybe not. You know, 
and we're going to jump back to Worlds Collide is the fact when Tyler Bate took the titles from the ref to, you know, to hand them Braun himself was even more respect too. So I just love the respect after Sheamus and his match because we believed in him. We know what kind of um, warrior he is. It's just, he was outsmarted. He, so, but hey. I, hopefully we'll get a rematch and hopefully Sheamus will beat his ass. We'll definitely have to see. Jolly? Okay, I want to piggyback off of something about you just said, like you said, oh, they're going to beat the shit out of you. He's going to attack him again. One thing we will always know about Gunter, Walter, the ring general, is that he holds every person that he faces with the utmost respect in and out of the ring. I don't think I've ever seen him attack somebody after a match. Mm-hmm. You're right. He is probably one of the most respectful men in that ring. He was, he, he is like, he eats, breathes, sleeps wrestling. That match is uh, five and a half stars because, you know, he's going to give Kenny Omega six just for showing up with his abs. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. So I was like, he's built. I'm like, no. <laughs> thank God I'm a lesbian. Um, <laughs> but the utmost respect, uh, I loved seeing Imperium going after the brawlers. I thought that was great. Um, and I don't care what the fuck you call Pete Butch Dunn. He is still a fucking scrapper. And I will say this. I like this version of Pete Dunne. He is like a fucking rabid Tasmanian devil that will fucking tear your head off. Rich Holland has a hard time trying to tame the devil. Exactly. <laughs> like, I love this. Like, 100% absolutely fucking love it. So, I am here for it. Uh, but, you know, it's just been... That match was everything and more than I expected. I felt bad for anybody that had to go after it, and unfortunately, it was the women. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. Match of the fucking night, and God damn, did, did those slaps hurt me? Jeez, and especially that one where it's like you practically knocked Seamus off the ring and down. Because it's like he was up on the top ropes and everything, chopped him and like knocked him off the ring and everything. It's just like, damn, please. Ay, ay, ay. All right. Uh, Judgment Day versus Edge and Mysterios. I give three. Three and a half, four. I, 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 hold on, hold on. I give the match three and a half, four. I give the heel turn a five. The match is a three. Just because it just didn't do it for me the way that I wanted it to. I took my shower during that match. I watched after the fact. I mean, it was a good match. Dom tricked everybody. But the heel turn was the best part of that match. And I, the funniest thing was he lost his shoe. So he took his other one off and threw it at his dad. And... Can we please start calling him Dominic Guerrero? I thought just, about that. 
just for shits and giggles because he's got the mullet. He lariated him just like Eddie did to Ray. And I I think, you know, if they, they played with that, well, is he my real dad? You know, now I do not, I repeat, and I emphasize this, do not want him joining Judgment Day. I want him, I love this theory that somebody posted because we don't know where Legado is. I want him to team up with Legado. I thought they were going to go to SmackDown, but them going to Raw and doing that. You already have two factions, three factions on on SmackDown. You got the Bloodline, you got Imperium. You need something a little bit more on Raw. And I think bringing that to Raw would be perfect. Just saying. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. All right. Uh, Kato? Before I jump into that match, this one's going to ruffle your feathers, Kat. What? You know how long the uh, Jade and Athena match was? How long? Four minutes and 20 seconds. Tony Khan does wonders for women's wrestling. Not... Tony, you predictable son of a bitch. No, no, no. Hold on. I got this. <laughs> Tony Khan, you're a cunt. You'll always be a cunt, and you'll never not be a cunt. Go fuck yourself. Better? Moving on. Totally disrespectful. Moving on. Yeah, I just happened to see that. I'm like, I gotta share that. Um, No, Judgment Day in... Mysterio and Edge. We knew that Mysterio and Edge was going to win. Oh, excuse me. I did not mean to burp in the middle of that. Um, but, I mean, I think my favorite moment of that match was when Dominic turned. You know, I could kind of tell that he was going to do it just the way he was keeping his distance during the match. Like, normally he was up on the apron, you know, beating on it. Like, come on, come on. He wasn't doing that. He kept his distance. And the fact when he turned, I was like, oh my gosh, and we knew he was going to come. And after the fact that he got out of the ring, and then the fact that Finn, Rhea, and Damien was over there trying to laugh. Poor Finn was hurting. And he was, it was just hilarious to see those three laughing. Um, what's next for Judgment Day with this? I'm not quite sure. I'm pretty sure Rey Mysterio is probably going to blame Judgment Day for this. Um, but we don't know. Um but I'm actually going to agree with Jolie. I don't want to see Dominic join Judgment Day. Um, which I don't think he should if he does. Okay, whatever. But um, I'll give it a three. Because obviously a three because kind of me part of wanted Judgment to win. Just, you know, piss off Edge a little bit more. But we know who was going to win anyway. So, yeah. But hey, who knows what's next. But at this at this point, I think we just need to get an Edge versus Finn and get it out of the way, for real. Oh, I was you know you know I was thinking about something before we go on. I okay. know he doesn't need a faction. I know this, but, but could you just imagine carrying Cross joining Judgment Day or being the actual leader of Judgment Day? I will leave that to Kayla, the resident Cross uh, fan here, or mega fan, I should say. He's already got the dark side of him. He's already got the angel of doom. He's been known as the doom's walker. He is known as the doom's walker. The hourglass, tick-tock, the darkness, 
the black and white. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I take that. And then put Scarlet and make Scarlet wrestle and put her and Rhea as a tag team. Yeah, oh, we need Scarlet in the ring. Hell yeah. And I'm telling you, Lavia's like, well, she's a manager. Yeah, she loves being Cross's manager. She stated that. But when I went to that independent show in June, that girl can kill it. And, you know, you can tell that she's who her husband is because she sure hell has the same moves he does and she can kill it. I'm telling you, <laughs> just like him. But cross joining Judgment Day? Ooh, we. I would, if he, especially if he moves to Raw, I'd love making those uh, Raw previews every week. Yes, Ooh. yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, so next match I was wrong about on the prediction and everything, but Seth and Matt Riddle, that was a four and a half for me. It got personal again. Uh, Seth coming out with the old John look. I Okay, I fucking love that. And then at the press conference, still rocking the Elton John look and then calling somebody out. He says, well, you're acting like an idiot. He goes, oh, no, fuck off, basically. <laughs> you know, I fucking loved his look. And um, uh, Riddle, you look like Patrick from SpongeBob. Now, how about the match? The match itself. Brutal as fuck. Um, I love the mockery of Seth to Randy. Yeah. Which will possibly set up for that feud when he if he when if he comes back. I don't want this to be done. I need one more match. Extreme rolls. And I need that match to be in a fight pit. I need it to be in a fight pit. And I just, I just need brutality. Like that's what this match uh, would absolutely need is brutality. Yeah, like Russell features. They tweeted out. They said Rollins versus Riddle two extreme rules fight pit. So they, somebody agrees with you. But a uh, solid four and a half match. All right, Kayla. I'd give it four and a half. Um, I had a feeling Seth was going to get the upper hand only just because the way he basically destroyed Riddle with his family and his ex-wife on Monday Night Raw. I just had that feeling. Um, above all, I enjoyed the match. I agree with Jolie and the person that said it on Twitter. Stream rules, fight pit. We need to get it out and hopefully Riddle can get the upper hand. Um, but I, it was a good match. Um, so I think Riddle's going to get a little bit more dig deeper in the fact that he tried to pin Riddle with his own move. It was kind of funny, but it didn't work. Right. Um, but anyway, the um, I believe it was a four and a half match. And like I said, I'm ready for the next round. So. Hmm. Oh, five weeks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, FTR came out with Dax's daughter to the ring for their match. With- Aww. That's sweet. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely sweet. I'm hoping, I'm hoping them and Wardrobe can beat the other people because I don't really like the other people. Yeah. I'm not a big uh, fan of Jay Lethal and whatever those idiots' names are. Steve's not a big fan of it. Yeah, Steve's, um, Steve's not a fan of his at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my god. That and they won. That... They won. Good. Wait, War- Warlow and FTR did? Yeah. Okay, okay. I haven't seen no one. Okay, good. And we... apparently Samoa Joe is back. Oh god, help us all. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just... Look, it's TNA 2.0. It's just like... He shows up whenever the hell he wants to show up. He goes in my and then he just randomly pops back up. Well, he Uh, was was filming. He was filming. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, he was filming something. My bad, Samoa Joe. Okay, my bad. But no, I honestly (laughs) do agree. Like, you know... It just, yeah. He was technically a champion. All of a sudden, he disappears. Like exactly. Uh, yeah, it's like cra- crazy and everything. But yeah, I found out later he was like um, filming something. Twisted like, Metal. Okay. I don't know if it's a, for, a, it's a video game, but I don't know if they're making it into a movie. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Got it, got it. Yeah, because someone it. says Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal is coming is back. They called him Sweet Tooth. Yeah, that's the character's name. Poor guy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And he shaved his head, game. too. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, but he definitely wants a. Yeah, he's coming out. He, he wants Jay Lethal's ass. <laughs> Probably. I don't know, and I don't. I don't know, and I don't care. Dax's daughter just snapped Sanjay's pencil in half and pinned him. That was great. <laughs> Kids do the darndest things. Oh god! Someone says, "Like father, like daughter." <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh that just made my night. That's great. Exactly. Oh, Clash at the Castle, main event. It didn't go the way that everyone hoped it would be, but it's like I said with Seamus, Drew walked out a hero, but that match was fantastic. I would give it a five two. It was like it was like fucking fantastic. It could have gone either way. Uh Drew was getting a little distracted by Mr. Cross. There. I'll stick that hourglass up your ass with that just was, the moment. That was funny as fuck. That was funny as fuck and everything. Uh, and yeah, we mentioned this earlier. Thank you, Tyson Fury, for knocking the hell out of Austin Fury. That that was like, th- that was great. <laughs> I still watch that over and over again because it was awesome. <laughs> Can, uh, um, Video creators, I need you to do something for me. I need you to put in Smokey from Friday saying, You got knocked the fuck out. Please and thank you. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, definitely. Oh. All right, Jolie. And then, uh, and then, of course, like at the end, um, Everybody another, kept- mem- an- another member of the bloodline. Yeah, yeah. I thought for once we would actually get a, a, a solid match without any help. And if he won without help, I would have been completely fine with it. But no, they they called up Solo. And then, okay, if you've been living under a rock, internet wrestling community, and you had the show muted during the match, and you didn't hear Michael Cole say, hey, that's Jay and Jimmy's brother. That's Roman's cousin. 
then you are a fucking moron and have been living under a rock. If you can't see that they look like they're fucking related. Like, how stupid are you to not see the family resemblance? Even a blind man could see that they look related. All I saw online was, who the fuck is this guy to them? Yeah, people are that stupid. It was in his bio when he first got hired. I know. I I either, when when the ref got pulled out, and I looked at it without having even taken the hood off. I couldn't think what his name was at the time, but I knew I was like, Ooh, it's baby Oos was the first thing that came out of my head. And you know, and he took it and mom goes, Solo. I said, Yep. Oos. I automatically knew it before he even took the just the body bill and just by look his looking down underneath the hood, his facial expressions. Where I knew was exactly that who that was. Where was that tweet? Hold on. But while you look at the tweet, let me let me go. Go ahead. Um, the mat. All right. So, I timed Roman's entrance until he got into the fucking ring. It took almost four minutes. Four this minutes is true. To- this is true. It was in the group text, and I was just like, I- "What the fuck?" I mean, granted, it's not as long as you know an Undertaker, but it's getting there, and it- it's really starting to be irritating. Um, because if we have to go for the slowest walk, I will break everybody's fucking kneecaps. That way you can fucking roll to the ring. Um, but no, it was, uh, epic match. You had them singing to Broken Dreams. You had them saying Roman's a wanker and some other colorful language. Um, the MVP of the entire show was the crowd. Yes, yes. Bravo, bravo. Uh, uh, yeah, but that match had everything and kick out after kick out, just like with the Walter Gunther, or yeah, the uh, Seamus Gunther match, you were just on the edge of your seat the whole fucking time. And we were joking about it, like, I was able to watch because I had work at night, and it's like, yeah, I'm going to be able to watch it unless he doesn't stop moving to the ring everything about that match was everything I wanted uh, Austin getting involved and getting knocked the fuck out the weirdest thing about the whole thing was the actual end of the show where they sang American Pie and did Sweet Caroline but you know I think that that was just honoring the most amazing crowd in a long time and honestly it was so much fun to watch and so much fun to to even just cringe at because it was kind of awkward but I just loved it that the match Drew and Sheamus getting their curtain calls and 100% that's why I had a bitter taste in my one of them should have won yeah, because that crowd would have gone fucking bonkers, and I I wish I wish Drew got his WrestleMania moment. I really do. Yeah, yeah. he that he fantastic. He honestly he carried the company when Roman was out. 
because of COVID. Not because Roman had COVID, but because of his leukemia status, his high risk status, he couldn't be a part of any, any public event, anything just to be safe. And we all accepted it and respected it. Of course. But the, the feeling that he gets rewarded for this now and gets to hold on to both titles is just completely demoralizing to me as a fan because it does you don't respect the titles. Somebody said, well, when Becky had when Becky had both titles, yeah, she lost one right away, but she still defended both of them. He doesn't show up on Raw. If he does, it's brief, or it's normally his cousins and walrus man. Mm-hmm. And you want me to acknowledge him. I'm going to acknowledge the fact that you're a bitch and can't win on your own. That's what I acknowledge. When you can win without anybody's help, without dumping an entire ring arsenal onto your opponent, then then we'll have something to talk about. Then I'll acknowledge you. But right now, you're a bitch champion. You're a paper champion. Oh. Because the fact that you can't the you that his new contract has limited dates, not many house shows, not many appearances. No, drop the fucking belts and put them on somebody like Drew, or Bobby Lashley, or Sheamus, or Seth. Goes out there and does everything to keep the crowd going. Seth, who's Arguably one of the best heels right now, better than Roman, and doesn't need underhandedness to win a match. You know, should carry the titles. Cody Rhodes, when he comes back, God, I hope he knocks your head off and takes the titles. If if nothing else happens between now and WrestleMania, it's going to be him for sure. Unless that rumor is true, that does not need to be a title match. Yeah, I know. But either way. Uh, all right, Kayla. You're, you're on mute. God damn it, woman. <laughs> um, you know, there's something that comes up on your screen. Audio muted. Don't you look at the fucking screen? No. Just kidding. <laughs> but no, um, I knew he was going to retain because just the way, obviously, he's been... On top, um, he. I will have to admit, I get it. You've held it for seven hundred some days, but you're getting old. It's time for something new. Um, but I guess until I, I know I get this vibe. I haven't gotten the vibe yet when you're going to lose your title, but when that match is made, and if I get that vibe, I know it's going to ha- happen. But until then, I'm going to predict that you're going to win, Roman. I want to be. I want to be. I want to be rooting against you one day and not predicting you to win. I want somebody else. Please. You're muted. <laughs> I, I just saw that. I just saw that. Um, can I text you uh, whenever we're doing predictions and hey, and ask you, hey, Kayla, are you getting that inkling about Roman? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> okay. Because, <laughs> I mean, sometimes it'll hit me beforehand, but then sometimes it'll hit me during the match, and that's when I gotta go. Oh, okay. But that's like when we were doing Sometimes it can be wrong, sometimes right. Like during the match between Tyler Bate and Braun, you know, Braun Baker, Breaker, I was, you know, a part of me was going back and forth. 
thought it was Tyler. And then as it was edging towards, I'm like, wait a minute. No, Breaker's got this. Something tells me he's Breaker's going to get this. You know, it, it changes. But, but I love the fact that Tyson Fury got into the ring, showed their respect, um, helped Drew, lit, lit up Drew a little bit, made, you know, the crowd sing along, sung the songs and stuff like that. Saying, hey, apparently, that is, apparently that's a British thing. I found out later. Yeah, but it's just the fact, um, it was just awesome seeing that. And uh, thanks again. We've said this before multiple times. Thank you so much, Tyson, for knocking the fuck theory the fuck out. That was just so epic. I loved it. Thank you. I know Michael Cole, Byron Saxon, and Corey Gray's about uh, shitted their pants over there because they looked like they were upset that you did it. But I, but as the Carolina boss lady, in behalf of my jester and our Texas sports queen, we appreciate you. We love you for it. Thank uh, you. Uh, y'all can say love. Um, I just appreciate you knocking his ass out. Tyson is still a homophobic, transphobic, racist piece of shit. But um. <laughs> I'm I'm happy he decided to interfere in that way. That's <laughs> <Not> too. That's <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. All right. I did find the I did find the tweet I was looking for. At Johnny Koshi tweeted this out. It was kind of like the call between um Michael and Corey. Michael Cole, that's Solo Sokoa, Sokoa, the Usos' younger brother, Corey, the street champion, the meanest of the bunch, Cole, the NXT standout, Roman Reigns' cousin, another member of the Anawai family. What a call, so 16th, explained story of Solo in 14 seconds. Like I said, the internet wrestling community are a bunch of fucking morons who don't know how to listen, clean their ears out, or even fucking read a fucking biography. Oh, fuck. We're going to have a lot of shit to talk about in the second episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, somebody tweeted something. Yeah, table that. Yeah, and then of course it's like and then all this dumb shit about like afterwards and everything. Um oh by the way, did y'all see the dipshit who was wearing that shirt saying better dad than Chris Benoit? Yeah, I saw it. I laughed. Just a little bit. I like dark humor, okay? <laughs> One of my favorite streamers, Dr. Lupo, I've talked about him before when I was working on the other page. I'll get back to it. I'm sorry, Kayla. Um, but uh, he does dark humor because his dad passed away a long time ago, and he just does dark humor shit all the time about his dad. So I like dark humor. I can't help it. And I follow this woman named Mother Nightshade on TikTok, and I'm part of the uh, Church of Fuckery. Mm-hmm. And well, her mom passed away, and apparently they all put her in small little urns for her family. So she goes, let me go have a talk with my mom. She pulls, hey, mom, fuck off, and throws the urn across the room. Oh! It's great. I, I love dark humor. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Okay. Now, some of the... This is like the little crazy tweet segment, but it's like some bullshit I saw afterwards. At Cameron underscore, underscore Koala 21... Uh, so let's fucking go hashtag AEW all out but he had this little um, picture up it was the promo poster of Clash the Castle said kids had their fun already and then the bottom with the all out uh, promo poster says now it's real men's turn Um, if you're saying Sammy Guevara is a real man then I have um, a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you um 
I think the only man on that entire roster is Wardlow and FTR. That's it. Uh, Kenny Omega looks like a giant fucking noodle head. Um, Hangman Page is the reason why Dark Order lost. Um, and now if you want to say, well, AEW's crowds are always in with, yeah, true. WWE crowds sometimes suck. 100%. But let me tell you something. The amount of passion that happened on Clash will never happen at an AEW event. Okay, which just, one it is? Just because you sing Judas every week. Okay, go fuck off. Go go preach to your maggot law- lawyer, Lord. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm so sick of Chris Jericho. He is a tired piece of shit. Well, NXT sucks. Dude, I'd like you to just go up to Braun Breaker and tell him NXT sucks. Tell that to his face without your little fucking trolls behind you. And Braun Breaker, a.k.a. Rex Steiner, will fucking destroy you. Or, I don't know, how about Sammy Guevara go tell Carmelo Hayes that NXT sucks? Yeah, that'll go over like a wet fart in church. Yeah, and break him limb by limb. And then he'll go into the rafters. Right, another trophy for Carmelo. (laughs) The thing is, Triple H put out something brilliant when they were doing the media scrum with uh, uh, Ariel. And he was talking about, like, you know, we never saw it as a competition. And he goes, yeah, NXT was our developmental. Yeah, at the time he said it wasn't. But you know what? It was. We all knew that. But AEW made it to be bigger than what it was. Mm -hmm. The fan base made it to be bigger than what it was. And do you honestly think AEW fans, I want you guys to listen to me clearly. Like this is this is me saying something to you just just to clear your ears out. Get get the Debrox, get some peroxide, get some Q-tips, clean those suckers out real good. Go get your hearing aids, turn them up a little bit because some of you are that fucking old. Um and and listen clearly. Do you think that WWE sucks so badly and is going to fold so quickly? That Cody Rhodes would go back? That Brandy Rhodes would go back? Because she has been seen at the Performance Center. Mm-hmm. Do you think all these people would re-sign? Especially after someone like Adam Shear said, I will never fucking go back to WWE. And rumor has it he's showing up tomorrow at Raw? Oh, or- we'll, we'll get into that in the next show. Next show. We'll get- I- I'm yeah, just... But I'm just saying, right? You want to create a war so badly that, yeah, you do have some of the WWE hardcore people fight back because we're bored. Some are toxic, and that's a given. You're going to have toxic people, unfortunately. Yeah. It's just the way the world works. However, do you think if Chris Jericho was offered $15 million for one year, he wouldn't jump at the chance and take it? Do you think that FTR 
being promised that they would be respected in the tag team division and run the tag team division for $20 million if they would do it. Money is just an object. And for you to say that, oh, it's time for the big boy show, all your big boy show is doing is throwing money at people to wrestle. Whereas WWE has been putting on stories. The only storyline right now that is actually of any interest, if it is true that it happens, is the MJF thing. That's it. Because, ooh, CM Punk has a miraculous foot. He gets squashed. And then... He kicks with one foot and then he lands down and holding the other foot. Like, what the fuck, dude? (laughs) I noticed that. As somebody who played soccer... And had to use their feet a lot. Any type of injury, especially when it comes to the toes, get the fuck out of here. WWE has done one thing very well this past month. Since SummerSlam. I'll say since SummerSlam. Okay. They have built storylines. That's for damn sure. They have progressed storylines. They have reignited storylines. What has AEW done? <laughs> Just think about it. I'm I'm being honest. No, 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 no. No, 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 like... no, no. I'm talking to them. Okay, yeah. I'm not somebody that watches the product on a regular basis. I watch clips. I read Twitter. I read reports. I trust Sean Ross Sapp, even though I think he's an egotistical son of a bitch. And yeah, I, I would actually say that to his face. Because Sean, SRS, acts like he's this big personality. But if you call him out on something, he gets angry at you and says shit towards you. And you just want to smack him upside the head. Or blocks you. Blocks you. He belittles (laughs) you. I don't fucking care. But, like, you know, if you try to be not argumentative, but... Wanting to have a discussion and he doesn't take it the right way, he has attitude. And as much as our one British guy that we used to be friends with that retired from the business, uh, he tried to help up-and-comers. I mean, not a lot, but he still tried to help us. And he would try to help other podcasts. And yeah, he got a little bit egotistical too. I think that's why he decided to leave. Because it was making him toxic. And it's like... if You just need to help other people. make. If you want to make the business better, you help the people around you. And you help the young ones, the small groups. And get better. So that's why I do try Sean Ross up. I do see he's an egotistical twat. You listen to them and the dirt sheets and everything like that. That's how I get my AEW source. Or I listen to Kayla saying, I'm going to fucking rip Tony's ass out. (laughs) Or Kat, motherfucker, a two-minute match? What the fuck? God damn it, he's treating Thunder Rosa like shit. And then comes out, yeah, I'm treating Thunder Rosa like shit. Oh my God, I can't believe he fucking said that. The difference, the big difference between WWE and AEW WWE does not obsess over AEW. AEW obsesses over WWE. Like today, like today they say, oh, we're making over $100 million this year. That's what Tony Khan said. 
Like he's whipping out his big dick. And it's like, yeah, I think WWE is making over a billion. Just saying. Mm-hmm. But. I actually have a tweet to follow up everything she said. Oh, boy. Oh, Let's go. go. No, no. Normally, I don't listen to Ryan Satin, but this one stuck out to me. And I actually thought about it all day. My mom thought about it, too, because I read it to her. Okay. If Triple H had been in charge of WWE Creative five years ago, do you think AEW still would have been created? Oh, hell no. Not in a million fucking years. Because that's what we, that's what mom and I said. Because think about it. Jericho would have never left. Cody would have never left. Mox would have never left. Just basically his whole roster would have never left. He would have all of UE. Um, wow. Yeah, that is so fucking true. Oh my God. I, I do agree with that. I think if Vince stepped down, even, yeah, five years ago, six years ago, if he finally stepped down, and, and I think, in all honesty, and people might take this the wrong way, I think once Linda, even though she was separate from the business, became a part of the former guy's cabinet and part of the political aspirations, Vince needed to step down. Because there's a conflict of interest. We didn't know where their money was coming from. And now we're finding out that money's been missing. So I'm here too late. All right. So, all right. I got a couple more here and then so we can wrap this one. Oh, I have oh. one more too. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, this was one actually debate going back and forth on SmackDown. So this was actually live. This, oh, okay. was, this one actually was posted by WWE. Fox on Fox. They're actual from WWE Fox. Okay. Who has a better entrance? Hit Row or Maximum Male Models? No, 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 <laughs> no. Okay, okay, okay. I haven't watched, I didn't watch SmackDown, but I can already tell you, I haven't seen I haven't seen their entrance and everything. But, no. If I had, <laughs> to, choose, if I had to choose between those two, Hit Row, because Maximum male models just makes me just want to bitch slap Mace and Monsoor, that's your names, and just tell them, go back to your normal. Get away from this Max Dupree crap. Why are we still continuing with this? It's like every time it's on TV, Steve cringes just, uh, about the whole thing. They're and better than that. Mace and oh. Monsoor is better than that. It's like, dude, what the... I, it's like, I haven't seen the entrance from the models and everything, and I can tell you already, it's hit row because it's like you ain't missing this, shit, girl. <laughs> this this shit is like getting ridiculously played out. Oh my god. Ugh. Okay, I have to share that because people are bouncing back and forth, and the people's like, "Nah, shit, it's hit row." Someone says, "I feel like I'm in a um, modeling uh, ro- a modeling show or a fashion show or something with so." Right. I have to share that just for. <laughs> Okay, so Jolie, you were mentioning earlier about like WWE fans defending against like AEW and all that kind of shit. Well, at Nico Extra, who's like a major fan, he always goes to NXT and everything. He had a shush moment of his own because he posted a, a tweet from Yep, I, Yep, I like wrestling, and they said All Out will make this show an afterthought. Buddy, from what I've seen so far, from what I've read of All Out so far, it's a joke. <laughs> The women's matches alone fucking outrank what happened at that show. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, and then you were talking about Jericho and like AEW, like about money and everything. Well, Sports Sports Kita had a quote from Jericho. We don't care about WWE. We care about building our fan base and building our ratings. We will continue to exist because I'll tell you that, I'll tell you this, I'll tell you this, my boss has a lot more money than his boss does. And it's like, it's Um, actually his dad's money. It's dad's money. And it's like, they need to actually like worry about their brand because it's like, they're the ones who keep bringing up this bullshit. Okay. The rest of this, I'm going to hold on. Actually, actually, I lied. I do have one more tweet because uh, what, Kayla? You're talking about AEW previews. Some guy on Twitter says, I think AEW previews should be coming to, should become too nice because this 15, 16, 17 match of one night is bullshit. My ass hurts. (laughs) TMI, motherfucker, TMI. Uh, uh, all right, I, 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 I did find one more that I don't want to hold off on the next until the next show because Kayla, you asked me to hold this one till till this show, and oh, she already remembered. <laughs> Jolie, you got your tea ready? You got your popcorn ready? Yeah, ready for this. Okay, at Saint Wrestling One. Um, okay, if. That old John Cusack movie with him sticking up the suitcase and like the boombox and everything. There's this little stick figure. Say anything. To say anything. Thank you. Um, there's this little stick figure, little person and everything with the sign saying, Karrion Cross can't wrestle. Boss lady, fire away. Listen here, you little pickle dick ass bitch. Let me get something straight. Karrion Cross, known as Killer Cross. If you don't know what his indie record looks like, you better look it up. If you don't know what he did before WWE, you need to look it up. He is a killer in the ring. He can dominate. He can kick anything that comes in his way. He can knock anything out. And he's proven I've seen him live in an indie show. And he can run circles around half of the AEW circle and, uh, roster. And he can hot, knock down everybody in that WWE roster if you give him the right time. And you're going to sit here and you can't wrestle? Seriously? You got to get your facts straight, you asshole. Look up his recent matches in his indies. Go to Lucha Underground, where he was the white rabbit. Yeah, that was kind of not a crazy gimmick for him, but he dominated. He did what he needed to do. I mean, do not sit there and say he can't wrestle when you got likes of Jade Cardgill that can't wrestle. Sammy Guevara can't wrestle. Austin Theory's gotten better, but he can't fucking wrestle. Um, let's see. There's so many people out there that can't wrestle. But don't sit there and say Cross cannot wrestle. Because he can. He dominates in that ring. And also, I can officially say I've met him and Scarlett in person. And they are legit the most awesome people you can meet. They're great with the fans. They're great with little kids. And you're going to say he can't wrestle? Every promotion he's gone to, he's came out as champion. As a matter of time, when it is, I'm not ready for him to be champion in WWE, but the fact that he's getting a second chance to prove what he can do, he's getting it. He can wrestle in that ring. He can run circles around his people. He can kill killer promos and still have you on the edge of your seats. Just a promo. I Hourglass could show up. Still got the edge of your seat. 
He kills it inside that ring with promos and outside, no matter what it is. So don't you dare say that Karrion Cross can't wrestle until you can pull up his other shit. You might say, oh, Karrion Cross can't wrestle in the ring because WWE kind of limits um, limits to what you can do. I can agree. They can pull up some of his old indie stuff, then come to me and tell me he can't wrestle. You will look under Killer Cross, not Karrion Cross. If you find his research, do your research, then come talk to me. But until then, keep that Karrion Cross can't wrestle out of your damn mouth. Because TikTok, bitch. I can take you down anytime you insult two people that have been inspirations to me. Two people that no matter what here lately, Kat and Jolie knows that I have literally wanted to give up so many times in the next couple of years. If it wasn't for Cross and Scarlet doing matches and promos through this indie brand, meeting them, being to see them wrestle. I'll even put Chris Statlander in there because she brought me on top too. Do not insult them. Because you don't know shit. They've helped me through life. And I appreciate that. And I can't thank them much. And people say wrestlers can't help you through life or save you. Yes, they can. Cross and Scarlet's done it. So keep your mouth shut. Um, I don't think I have anything else to say after that. You, Jolie? No? Uh, your mom should have swallowed. <laughs> All right, so I think this act, this show has been action-packed. It's been jam-packed. Okay, just a tidbit, side note. Um, our next episode is going to be pre-recorded uh, because of scheduling issues. Um, but Okay, I'm going on vacation. Yes, our jester deserves vacation, so. <laughs> okay, I, I, I wasn't going to put a personal business out there, but Joel, yes, Jolie's going on vacation, so. Um, but it's going to be a little bit about, it's going to be a little bit of everything, reacting to social media, predicting the future. Let's see what happens. And then on that note, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.